Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast, season two. We're back. It's been a few months. Yeah, a lot of things have been going on during these months. <laughs> oh man, so much. Well, we stopped recording our podcast. Was it before or after the quarantine started? It was in the beginning of the quarantine. Yeah. So we did two episodes during quarantine, the end of March and the end of April. And then we we took a break for the summer. Yeah, which I think worked out because of the whole quarantine and COVID has changed a lot of our ministry since we travel a lot. But during the summer, usually we're gone for th- three months straight. So it's uh, it's really hard to record yeah. podcasts uh, in video or audio. And that was a long season. It was, it was 39 episodes. Oh, man. So we will have a little different schedule for season two going starting now in September, going through like May probably. So yeah. we'll have something a little more regular. But it's great to be back. And back in this studio, we yes. moved for a couple of weeks, and eh, it just wasn't. It didn't have the same vibe. No, yeah, I really like this room. It's a, uh, it's good. We do have a new table though, yes. and we also, uh, for anyone who watches the video, we're in different locations. We switched <laughs> spots. Yeah, and Zach was upset about it at first, but I wasn't. Yeah, I was thinking, you know. I like the left side. Also, it's the good side of my face. <laughs> wow. I don't even know how it happened, to be honest. When we got some new equipment, a new setup, and then I sat here, and you sat there. I didn't even think about it. It's just natural. That's just where we wanted to be. So, Well, welcome to season two, and we've got a lot of exciting stuff planned for our second season, and we are going to be both audio and video on our YouTube channel. You can find the videos there. And we are excited to answer questions that have been submitted and lots of great stuff like that. We're starting today by talking about fear. Yeah. I think there's a lot of fear right now in our society, to yeah. be honest. So it's kind of a good, good topic. But it's something that we've wanted to talk about for a long time. And now that we're back, we figured we'd give it a go. And to start out, I think we should play this little game. Yes. Yeah. We, we brought this game called Your Worst Nightmare. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> well, I specifically, I know that you enjoy them too, but I love card games, board games. And um, we found this game, I think maybe like a Target or something. And it just seemed unique. Yeah. Very unique. So the the point of the game is they have a whole deck of cards of things people might be afraid of. And uh, you draw four cards, and then you put them in order, um, which one would be most terrifying for you to least terrifying. But then you also make a list um, for the person that you are with. And we've been traveling together and doing this for like, Six years now. Six or seven years, yeah. So I th- we feel like we know each other pretty well, but yeah. we'll see. This podcast is not sponsored by this game. <laughs> no, no, no. No sponsorship. But we're going to play it anyway. So I'm going to put four of these nightmare cards out here, and we'll see. All right? Roller coasters. Mm. Losing your keys. <laughs> All right. Strangers. That one is a little scary. And illness. Ooh, which 
That's very prevalent right now, too. Yeah, and that's kind of a wow. broad category. All right, so we've got these scorecards here, and we're going to rate I, our fears I out of these four. two scorecards. Oh, you're, you're cheating. <laughs> so sorry. And then I will see if I can guess Zach's ranking of All fears right. also. I feel like we're going to be very similar on this. Like, just All thinking right. about where I'm putting mine. That's so one is the scariest. Now, when you do this, do you start with like number four or number one? It depends on the cards. Like sometimes it's really easy. I'm like, oh, I'm not scared of that at all. And so I put it number four. Mm, yeah. Hmm. It's like I always have one or two that I can put down immediately. Like I know how I feel about this one. But then <laughs> it's like the other ones. I don't know. Like what if they're equally scary or not terrifying for me what if roller coasters are just as scary as the illness wow it's not true trying to throw them off adam will never guess oh man i'm taking so long to do this i'm almost finished really with both lists yep oh man (sighs) in fact i'm done all right i'm gonna fill in mine as fast as i can you are just taking too long. Yours is going to be that. I almost want to write down the exact same. You know what? I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I think we have the same list. I I made right. one switch for us. So we know we're not unanimous here. You should read what you think my fears are. Okay. And then I'll confirm whether that's he, true or not. Here is what I think Adam finds most terrifying out of these four. Number one, strangers. No. Then number two, I put illness. Still not right. Okay. Number three is key, losing your keys. Yes. Hey, I got one point. And then the last one, roller coasters. Yes. Okay. So I got two out of four right. Yeah. So you flipped the first two. I put illness, strangers, losing your keys, and roller coasters. I'm not scared at all of roller coasters. I Me mean, either. I enjoy it. I'm a thrill seeker in that sense. Um, illness is the scariest to me, just because I mentioned it's a broad category, so it could cover a lot of things. That is true. I mean, I know one of your fears is something bad happening, like to your voice. Yes, <laughs> because you sing and you enjoy it, but you're also that's kind of your living. Yeah, I need my voice. And then strangers. <laughs> um, I don't love interacting with strangers, but it's not as big of a fear. And yeah. losing my keys, eh, it's an inconvenience. Though I have, though I just today heard a horror story of someone losing their keys, having parked it in a terrible spot, and they have to get it like towed and all kinds oh. of stuff. Yeah. I said that your fears were in this order. Number one, illness. No. No. Number two, losing your keys. (laughs) I almost put that as number two, but no, no. Number three, strangers. Mm -mm. And number four, roller coasters. You know that one. Yeah. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean that I win? Yes. Technically, yes. No, so I I put strangers as number one. And I think I had to clarify this because... um, as far as talking to strangers, I'm a, I'm a talkative person. I know. That's what yeah. I was thinking. That's probably why you put it so far down. But yeah. I was thinking more like creepy strangers, like the strangers you should not talk to. Yeah. That if your we're parents talking, are, 
<laughs> we're talking about the movie Strangers. That's, <laughs> that's number one for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like your that's one of your favorite scary movies just because of how terrifying it's it horrifying. is. Horrifying. Yeah. But I put it as number one because I live in a basement apartment and I've had legitimate nightmares of someone breaking into my house and like trying to kill me. Yeah. See, so. that's just not what came to my mind when I yeah. thought strangers. Like people breaking in. I thought that was a different fear entirely. Mm-hmm. And then illness was number two, just because I hate being sick. And number three was keys. But those two were pretty, pretty close. I don't want to lose my keys because that's how I get into my house. That's how I get into my car. I only have one like functioning key to my car. So if I lost that, it would just be the that end. Would be, <laughs> it'd be bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know you as well as i thought i guess i don't know if this is this is not necessarily a great test of that but yeah listen i well now you know some of the things that we're afraid of yeah i wonder what are some of the things that you're afraid of yeah how did you categorize that list of four fears but also like what are some fears that you might be dealing with that we deal with that uh the bible addresses that that god talks about because fear Fear is real. We have yeah. some legitimate fears in life. Yeah, I think I, we should be careful to distinguish between legitimate and illegitimate fears. Because like you said, there are some fears that are just natural and normal. And they actually protect us. The fact that I'm scared of, of certain things ensures that I'm not just going to run towards that danger. You know, right. a, a healthy fear of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> right keeps me safe a healthy fear of fire things like that and you know some of those fears just develop over time some fears are the result of like a traumatic situation right yeah and some you have to teach like you have to teach kids to be afraid of fire they don't know that at first yeah. but those are examples of legitimate fears yeah um, and I guess the fear of the Lord could fall into that category. Well, we've got, we definitely have to deal with it because the Bible, said, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah, honest, obviously, when you read the Bible, the fear of the Lord is an overwhelmingly good thing, positive thing. It's something that we're supposed to have. Uh, right. I think we should point out that it's not the same kind of fear. It's not like I'm scared of him in that sense, but it's... It's more the reverence and the respect. Right. But it's still closely related. Like, mm. I have a healthy fear of him. <laughs> but it is, it is definitely a good kind of fear and one that has to yeah. be taught and, and has to be learned. So fears can be healthy. Yes. You know, they actually help you. They may prolong your life. <laughs> um, like, you know, a healthy fear of heights can go a long way. Um, I think I, I think I technically have a fear of heights, but only in certain cases. Like roller coasters, as we've learned, not a problem at all. Yeah. But I feel like you're kind of in control of that. Like you're harnessed to a machine. They've tested a million times. And yeah, earlier on in roller coaster history, there were some accidents, but we're fine with now. But I, I also like climbing mountains, you know, going hiking. Um, I know there's a local mountain here. Um, I can't remember the name of it, of course, right now. It's not a real um, mountain. <laughs> I know. Once you go to the West Coast, then you really feel like, okay, the things over here are not real mountains. Um, but I've climbed it a million times, and I really enjoy it. Um, but 
I can only get so close to the edge, though it's beautiful up there. I know that if I take one more step, I might die. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of thrill seeking is that you ignore legitimate fears. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I should be scared of jumping out of a plane. Mm-hmm. That's probably a pretty reasonable fear. <laughs> but I'm going to jump out of the plane for fun. And roller yeah. coasters are a taste of that, but there's much more safety there's safety protocols. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think what we really want to talk about is illegitimate fears. What are the fears that we struggle with that we shouldn't, and that the Bible actually tells us we should not deal with? And how can we overcome those kinds of fears? And that's a different category, uh, a different category of, of fears like more like insecurities. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so what are some of those kinds of fears? Well, I know for me, there's a fear of what someone else might think of me. I know I struggle with that a lot um, throughout high school, growing up. I think even in, in some cases, I still deal with it. Um, so that's kind of an illegitimate fear um, because according to the Bible, we shouldn't care what other people think. But also, yeah. there's there's the truth that my identity is wrapped up in Christ, and so I shouldn't be consider, uh, concerned with um, what someone else thinks of me. The most important thing should be, okay, what does God think of me? How does he describe me? And so that insecurity, that fear can be resolved. Yeah, and that's a good example, actually, because the Bible uses the terminology of fear in that, in Proverbs, it says the fear of man which is the idea of being too concerned about what they think and their opinion of you. The fear of man is a snare or a trap, but the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So that is an illegitimate fear, one that we're not supposed to let control us the way that it often does. But obviously you're not alone in that. (laughs) I mean, it, it affects all of us. And we all make decisions based on what we think other people think yeah, and how they're going to perceive us. That's definitely one. I think another illegitimate fear, and when we say illegitimate, I don't mean it's not real. I just mean it's one that's not natural, not good, uh, not healthy. Maybe that's the terminology we should yeah, use. It's not constructive. Yeah. And that would be things like fear of the unknown, or fear of things beyond your control, fear of the future, right? Yeah, those kinds of things. We actually have a question. Someone at one of our events, uh, submitted a question. So let's, let's hear Sadie's question. My question is, how do you stop worrying and let God take control over things in your life? Okay, so Sadie asks, how do we stop worrying and let God take control? So that's an example of a fear of the future or a fear of the unknown, uh, as well as, you know, sometimes a fear of inadequacy, a fear of being ill-equipped, all those Mm -hmm. types of things. And all that kind of wraps up in what she's saying about, you know, how do we let go of the worry, you know, the anxiety that we have, the anticipation of something going wrong is kind of what's going on. And I think, I mean, anxiety, that's an entirely different discussion, though closely related. I think we'll probably even come back to it. But I want to talk about 
how the Bible in one verse addresses these unhealthy fears that we struggle with. And it's found in Paul's letter to Timothy. And Timothy was struggling with some of those things because Timothy was supposed to be pastoring these people at the church at Ephesus and definitely felt like he was inadequate and Mm -hmm. felt like people were looking down on him. That's why we have that famous verse, don't let anyone despise your youth or your experience, but be an example of the believers. So we know Timothy struggled with insecurity. Um, And Paul said that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So again, there are types of fear that are natural and normal and God-given, but there's a certain spirit of fear which controls us and holds us back that doesn't come from God. And in fact, he's given us his Holy Spirit to uh, ensure that we don't have those unnecessary struggles. And so the way he says it is, we don't have the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And I think that trio of words is really interesting and trying to figure out how does that relate to whether I'm afraid or not. Sometimes these are verses where we just quote them. It's just something we grew up or we right, sang. Yeah. We, we did VBS just recently and we, uh, we do our own themes and I always write songs for the memory verses. And I just wrote a song for that. And so we could yeah. probably sing it for you, but we're not, we're not going we're not to. Gonna do right. <laughs> But see, we wanted to make sure, okay, kids are singing this. It sounds fun. But what in the world does that mean? Yeah. That we have the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And how does that impact our fears? What do you think? Well, I think um, when he says that we have the spirit of power, um, the first thing I think of is we have power over that fear that that we are experiencing. So it's... The, the fear is a reality, you know, we are struggling with it, whether it's, you know, legitimate or illegitimate. Um, but we have in the Holy Spirit power to overcome our insecurities, to overcome our issues, our problems, whatever obstacle is in our way. And in this case, the obstacle is that spirit of fear that doesn't help us grow, that doesn't draw us closer to God, that doesn't help us um, become more like Christ. Yeah. So the spirit of power enables us to overcome that spirit of fear. That's good. I I also kind of see it as specifically addressing that fear of inadequacy. Um, And even, you know, the idea that I can't do this or I can't control this, but we can rest in the knowledge that we have God's strength available to us. And so anything that we've been asked to do, because sometimes that's what's scary you might be at the at the crossroads where you know God's called you to do something, but you're scared to do it. And the, right. the spirit of power is God's power. And it's not just my abilities or my willpower or any of those things. But it's, a, it's that God enables us to actually do the things that he's called us to do. And so we can be absolutely positive that he's going to enable us, equip us to do what he's called us to do. Um, I also kind of relate it to the to being able to endure whatever circumstances you happen to be in. Because we have lots of promises from God on that front. Mm -hmm. I know one of your favorite verses is the promise in Corinthians that no matter what temptation we face, we're promised a way of escape, that we're given the grace, the strength to go through it. And in that verse, he says that 
We're never given a temptation that we cannot overcome. So, yeah, that ties directly in. We have two promises in there. We have the power to overcome, and we also have the opportunity to run away. Yeah. So whatever situation we're facing, we have what we need for it. Whether that means God takes it away or he takes us through it, we have his strength to get us through. And then the power of love. Now, that's, that's even more interesting because I think that speaks to those fears of inadequacy and what other people think about us. Because we put a lot of stock in other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned earlier, the most important thing for us to know as believers is that God loves us, that we're his children, and our identity is found in Christ. And with that, our value, our purpose, everything about us that matters is tied up in him. And so the power of love is that knowledge of God's love, which doesn't change. Because I think sometimes what we're afraid of is losing someone's approval or losing someone's affection or loyalty. And that's not an issue with God. We can't be separated from his love. We're not going to lose his affection. We're not going to lose his care. And so I think when we understand it that way, the power of love uh, is is incredibly um, powerful. <laughs> wow, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and there's another passage in 1 John that says, there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. It's, there's never going to be this, do they still love me? Yeah. Do I still matter? Can I do this? When you are sure in that love, then you can do anything. Yeah, and, and that tackles a very important fear because I think... That fear of someone not loving you or something that you do hinders, you know, like changes the relationship between the two of you. That is both a illegitimate and legitimate fear because um, I, I think you can learn that from a traumatizing situation like we talked about with legitimate fears. Someone can go through a situation where they learn, their brain develops and, and is taught that their actions can stop someone that they care about from caring about them, but it's illegitimate when it comes to God. And like we said already, that's the most important relationship. And any true love which reflects God's love is going to be the exact same way. So if someone truly loves you, that love is not going to change based on things that you do. Yeah. It, we're not on a merit-based system with God, thankfully. Yeah. It's grace. And so we... Though obviously when we sin, it's, it disappoints him and there has to be discipline. It doesn't impact how much he loves us. And yeah. that, just knowing that, <laughs> that changes a lot of things as you go through life. Well, the third part of that is the power of a sound mind. And I think that speaks directly to anxiety. And I think it's important enough for us to actually devote an entire episode to that. Yeah. So I think we'll come back to that probably uh, in next week's episode, just deal with anxiety. So with that, I think we'll wrap up the first episode of our second season. I think think it was a success. Can you believe it? We've gotten through an entire episode. Yeah, we were out of practice, so I wasn't sure how it would go. (laughs) I I thought we were going to mess up a long time ago. Yeah, we've made it to the end. And we want to thank you for being a part of the podcast, watching, listening, 
And we want you to know that you can be more of a part of the podcast, just like you heard that question from Sadie. <laughs> you can actually submit questions that way. Uh, you can actually have your voice on our podcast. Isn't that amazing? Your fame begins here. Yes. <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> but we have a link in the app under the podcast section uh, where you can actually record your voice and submit that to us. And it's really easy. And we'd love to have your questions that way. But if you don't want your voice to appear because you just don't like the sound of your voice. That's okay. Or you want to be anonymous. Yeah. We also have a way to submit questions just in text. And we'll, we'll read those questions and answer them that way. But we hope this is a help to you. And we hope you keep up with it, subscribe to it. And now, in season two, you can find our podcasts literally everywhere. Around the whole world. <laughs> but we are distributing it much more widely now. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're now on Spotify, Anchor, and literally any other podcast platform you can think of, you can find us. So wherever you like to listen, uh, including in our own app. So please do that and please subscribe to it. Leave us comments, give us ratings, ask us questions because uh, we want this to be something that's helpful to you. And we will see you back here next time.